Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I just have to start with this. Have you seen that Dr. Oz now has told uh, Cuomo to lift the ban on the anti-malaria drug? Dr. Oz. Okay, if he does it because Dr. Oz, they were just saying... Donald Trump, he's not a doctor. He's just a TV star. That's all he is, a TV star. Uh, Dr. Oz, a TV star? Really? They are eating their words. They're just eating their words all over the country. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about politics today. We're going to talk a lot about COVID-19 and what is coming next. And I want to stop... Uh, First stop in perhaps California, uh, where a disturbing video uh, was uh, going viral yesterday of what appeared to be, well, she was an Asian woman. I don't know if she's American or Chinese or whatever. She was an Asian woman, and she was was touching everything in this Best Buy. She touched every single computer, every phone, everything. And a store worker was monitoring her and said... What, do you have to touch everything? You know there's coronavirus going on. Why are you touching absolutely everything? Do you have to touch everything? She said yes. Uh, and she was. She was touching everything. Now, is what is this? What is this? Could be, and here's probably where we should jump first, a mental health issue. Mental health issues in the United States are off the charts right now. And it's only going to get worse. But also... I think we are headed towards a time when China is uh, going to be named our number one enemy. Uh, Donald Trump has been on this bandwagon for a while, but I think, as you will see tonight in our Friday exclusive on Blaze TV, there is a case to be made that China... It should be considered uh, what's been happening, possibly an act of war. I know that's pretty shocking to say, but we'll start there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, my gosh. You know the difference between what we're living right now and Mad Max? Omaha Steaks. That's really the, that's the only difference. At least that's the way I feel. I feel the difference between Mad Max and I can still fire up the grill and I can throw an Omaha steak on where that was not happening in Mad Max. There is a sense of danger in the air. There is a sense of, holy cow, everything's everything's changing. You get to the grocery store and they've got pickles, pig's feet. You're like, oh, well, as long as we got pickles, pig's feet, I could last forever. Would you do yourself a favor and have your meat delivered safely to your house? Omaha Steaks now has a limited time stock up sale available for you and your family to stock up on the steaks that you love. Omaha Steaks, America's first and best butcher. You enter the promo code Beck into the search bar and you're going to find all of the specials. Plus, you're going to get free shipping on orders of $69 or more. There's never been a better time to stock up on hamburger. Have you found hamburger lately? Hamburger, steaks, ribs, pork chops, everything. Everything. Plus dessert. They make it. They have skillet meals. They have easy to make uh, uh, side dishes. All of it. 
and they're all boxed up and ready to go right now. Never been a better time than their stock up sale going on now. Ready to ship. Free shipping on shipments of $69 or more. You won't believe the prices at omahasteaks.com. Type in Beck in the search bar and shop today. Omahasteaks.com. So in San Joaquin Joaquin, uh, County, the public health services has now confirmed that their cases there in that county have exceeded 100. And when they were asked to specifically provide the ages of those individuals, their gender, city, how COVID-19 was acquired... The agency was also asked to provide the number of hospitalizations, the number of patients who required ventilators, how many resided in nursing homes, how many stayed in home to recuperate, how many have recovered. The county health officials have declined. We're not sure why they are declining, but is there something that we should be looking at in San Joaquin uh, County in California? Um, they have repeatedly cited HIPAA, um, but, uh, that's not something that I, I don't think other counties are, <laughs> I don't think other counties are, are doing, uh, they're, we're not asking for, we're not asking for the, you know, names and addresses of people, which we have to get into Stu. I don't know if you saw what happened in, uh, with the New York times, but they were monitoring people's movements in Seattle. Did you see that story? Uh, yeah, yeah, that that uh, we did a okay. guest on that last night. That's I mean, it's a uh, it's a very strange thing. And they're, they're talking about now uh, finding like gatherings in, like I think it was I think it was in Brooklyn, too, where they, they identified because yeah. of cell phone data, a gathering that they sent authorities to uh, based on. Yeah. On, on, on this right. and, and, invasive. And the New York Times said, well, no, this was just all metadata. We were not looking at anybody specifically. And then in the article, and look at this person that lives here. They went from <laughs> three miles to 61 feet. Wait, <laughs> what? I mean, it, it, we have to get into that as well. The reason why I bring up San Joaquin Valley is um, there is a, a very important military base or or depot if you will in this area is the uh, ddjc uh, which is their mission is to provide all the receive to store and to ship government-owned supplies and equipment to the military customers in all of the western u.s and the entire pacific theater of operations okay this is our strategic platform the West Coast cub, uh, uh, hub of all of our uh, all of our military operations. So if we ever go to war in the Pacific, this is the supply line. OK. Um, and this is right down the street from this Walmart that you might have seen yesterday uh, in a Twitter feed. Now. I don't want to jump to any conclusions here. I just think we should be opening our eyes to things. And I'm going to. I think there's evidence that is mounting that what China has, what we're experiencing now is 
close to an act of war. They obviously knew much more than they were telling the rest of the world. So the rest of the world was just not prepared. The CIA now is looking into the numbers in China. We know they lied to us and they lied horribly. Today, I'm going to show you who's involved. Uh, the WHO is absolutely involved in this. We cannot trust the WHO. And I will show you why tonight on our Friday exclusive on the Blaze TV. Please join us if you're not a member. We'll, we, I promise you we will make it so well worth more than $5 a month. We need to stay in touch. We don't know. Let me be real honest with you. Did you see that uh, ABC Disney has just furloughed all of their, quote, non-essential employees? They said people who are not essential at this time. They've closed the parks down. I don't know when the parks are going to open again. They say it's going to open in June, but I bet you it's 2021. Um, but uh, ABC is furloughing people because they say they're, the advertising dollars are drying up. Advertising dollars are drying up, and that is going to hurt your local radio stations. That's going to hurt all of these national shows. Uh, that's how we make our money, uh, and it is... It, it, it things are changing and they're going to change quickly, just as quickly as they're changing in your life. Uh, they are changing in our life as well. We have made our Blaze TV subscription the lowest we've ever made it. We I mean, we crunched the numbers. This is as cheap as we can possibly make it. It's about five dollars and I don't know, 60 or 80 cents a, a, a month. That's a thirty dollar discount. And um, we've cut it to the bone because we need to make sure that we are in touch in these times. And if you buy the annual subscription now, and it's so it's like 70 bucks or something. If you can afford that 70 bucks now, it's off your plate for a year and you don't have to worry about it. And so we will stay in touch. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Now, um, tonight on our Friday exclusive, that's only for subscribers. Uh, we are showing you a bit of an investigation that we're working on now for probably a couple of weeks down the road on what China is doing and what they have done. And something really bothered us with the WHO. We, why are they constantly standing up for China? Why are they constantly taking China's side in this and saying, no, 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 China is great. Do we have the audio we played yesterday? This is this is the WHO. One of the head guys here in America and he's doing a an Asian broadcast uh, and he's talking to this woman uh, who wants to know about what's happening in China and what's happening in Taiwan. And listen to what listen to what happened during this broadcast. Would the WHO consider Taiwan's membership? Now, he just stares into the camera like he's like he's just can't hear it, says Hello? nothing. We, 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 I'm sorry, I can't hear. You. I couldn't hear your question. Okay, yeah. Let me let, let me let me repeat the question. No, so. that's okay. Let, let's move to another one then. Right, because because I'm I'm actually curious on talking about Taiwan as well. Now on he looks Taiwan's down, case. and he pushes a button, and he stops the Skype. Unreal. And she just looks like we decided to give Doctor Alward another call to follow up. And I just want to see if you can comment a bit on how Taiwan has done so far in terms of containing the virus. Answer. Taiwan. Well, we've, we've already talked about China. China is not mm. Taiwan. 
It's not Taiwan. She presses him again. He deletes the interview again. He stops the interview. So we we have been wondering for a couple of weeks what's going on. Well, we figured this out um, a couple of days ago and uh, we're working on this story. And that's when this interview happened. We'll explain it tonight. You cannot trust the WHO. They are not. They are in the pocket and we will show you how and why they're in the pocket. And you have to start looking at things differently. China is uh, China is not telling the truth and they have their their hands around the throat of so many organizations and countries right now and they are just going to try to squeeze and i have a feeling that we are going to start to move towards initial kind of war footing um you know if you really want to change the world i've told you this before i told you you know when things really go crazy and you have a giant fiscal um crisis i've told you that that will lead us to war because you can change everything in a war Right now, we are locked down, and the enemy is this invisible enemy. If, indeed, they are trying to change the dollar and our financial system and even the way we govern, you are going to need something beyond an invisible enemy. And uh, I think China may be that, that actual enemy. So let me go back to that woman in that store um in california she's in this store if you haven't seen the the video and she is touching absolutely everything she's in the computer section and she is i mean she's touching every screen every keyboard everything that is touchable she is touching and she is intentionally doing it um i mean Stu, is there any other any other explanation of what you're seeing except she wants to touch she's touching everything have you seen this yet, Stu? I haven't seen it. I'm watching it now, but okay. it does now just watch. appear like. We got to touch them all. All of them got to be touched. Now, this is a Walmart employee. Ma'am, they all have to be touched. You sure? Yeah. Oh. Why are you touching all of them? Then? You know, the coronavirus watch. is going on right now. You sure? Yeah, but she's just going down the line. She's touching everything. Then she goes, she's on the computer. She does both sides of the rack, touches absolutely everything. Then she goes to the other side and she starts touching all of the phones. Yeah. And to to be clear, like touching almost doesn't describe what she's doing. It's it's not like, you know, she's going and testing them. She's legitimately, she's touching each one the exact same way. She's sliding her hands across the back. She's putting her hands on the keyboard for each one. She's moving it all the same way. It almost, you're right. It almost looks like an OCD type of thing, but it it looks intentionally like she's trying to basically put her hands on every place where someone else might touch it. Okay, now this woman may be an American. Let's not make the mistake that we made in World War II under the progressive uh, guidance of the racist FDR. So yeah, this woman may be her. an American, and she, right, and she may be she may be insane. We don't know. Uh, mental illness is off the charts, and there are people that like to do these things. There are people that you know are white people that go into stores and lick ice cream. Uh, so I don't know what this is, um, but it is concerning to me, um, especially because it is 
right there where our weapons depot is. There are also a number of Chinese that are coming across the border. Now, this, I believe, we did a story on this, uh, what, about a year ago, I think. Um, and we looked at the, China, the number of Chinese that are coming across the, our southern border. It's off the charts. Now, that could be a, if you want to go down a conspiracy lane, that could be, uh, you know, China shipping their people over. I don't think that's what it is. If I remember right, and we're looking into our archives today, this is the Chinese mafia doing this. They are shipping in people uh, to Mexico and then getting them to cross our borders. The thing you have to know is you are going to start to see really bad conspiracies Mixed with fact uh, in the social media world, especially, you can't trust the the regular media. We know we can't trust them. You must have a source that you trust. You must have a source that tries its hardest to get it right, that you know is balanced, will not go one way or another just for popularity or ratings or anything else. I know it sounds like I'm trying to describe myself, but if you don't find me to be that person, that is fine. Find someone. Find someone. And then find another source as well. But you really need to look out because there's going to be all kinds of we're coming up to a presidential election. And don't think that China don't think that Russia don't think that people in our own country are not already going online to stir things up. We have to be very, very careful right now. Now is the time that I've warned you about. This is it. Please. Please be the stable rock in your world and in your family. It's never been more important than it is right now. More in a second. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Uh, you know, the one thing you can't do is stand up for your country and fight for your country. If you're in pain all the time, you need to be clear headed. You need to not be on uh, medication opioids right now. Boy, if you are if you're on opioids and you can find a way to get off of those. And I know how hard that is. We should talk about that. Would you write that down, Stu? Let's talk about the opioid thing next week. I know how hard that is. Please try to get off of them uh, right now. We need you clear minded. And if it's pain, would you please just try relief factor? Maybe it won't work for you, but it works for 70% of the people who take it. It worked for me. It's really important that you are out of pain. You're as healthy as you possibly can be and that you're clear headed relieffactor.com please try it 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 it's relieffactor.com 10 seconds station id So, Stu, you know what's really freaking me out a bit is, uh, you know, we had a different way to uh, to position, we thought, of positioning this book as it was coming out. 
And uh, and we thought it's because, you know, socialism is going to be the big thing in the presidential election. Well, nobody's talking about the presidential election and everybody was talking about coronavirus. And now when you see what's going on, dear Lord, this the stuff that is in this book is even more important than it was. Mm -hmm. We have arguing with socialists coming out next week and some of the stuff that's being bandied about, for instance, national health care is in this book all of the facts about sweden and denmark and finland and all of these great socialist utopias first the truth they are not socialist countries they're not they are failed socialist countries that back in the 70s and 80s started getting away from that they're almost all much more free economically and uh with business than we are uh, but you're seeing now some of these socialist countries, they're collapsing. The, the socialist health care is collapsing. But you're going to see cries. I'm telling you, once you see what's coming on our border, you are going to have a humanitarian crisis. And every good, it's going to overwhelm our systems. And by summer, we're going to be having these debates. Uh, all of that is in there. All of the things about how we are printing our own money. I mean, I, we almost didn't put this chapter in because we thought, no, that's so crazy. It's coming, but not soon. The modern monetary theory. It's the last chapter in the book, and it's already happening. We have to be well-informed and pass this to your kids. Arguing with socialists. Get it now. Is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Leslie lives in Washington State. She has two dogs, Shiloh, a Mastiff, holy cow, and Liam, a Greyhound. They're both about seven years old. They're getting on in age. And uh, when they started being less active, Leslie began worrying about them. Plus, Shiloh can be pretty picky about what he would uh, what he would eat. This was starting to be a problem because, um, you know, his health on top of the age, yada, yada. Well, Leslie just started putting rough greens onto the food of the dogs to see if it might help. She said within 10 days of starting both Shiloh and Liam, not only they started loving their food more, but they also started to have more energy. They got more active. And as a result, they've started being healthier and happier. I've seen this in my own home with my own dog, Uno. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement, and it has everything in it that they need that's all cooked out of regular dog food. Uh, Rough Greens. Try it for 14 days. See if it makes a difference in your dog as well. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. That's RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Or call them at 833-GLEN-33. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn to get that uh, discount. We were talking about the biggest one ever, 30 bucks off. Use the promo code Glenn. It's blazetv.com. Promo code is Glenn. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Holmes, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. It is Friday. I want to go through the uh, email bag uh, and just kind of give you a snapshot of what I'm reading from uh, fellow listeners just like you. Glenn, I'm a truck driver. I feel like I'm on the front lines of this thing. I work for a manufacturer of salad dressing and I haul this stuff to Colorado each week. We haven't stopped. In fact, we've ramped up production. Really? I mean, 
salad dressing has really gone through. Well, anyway, uh, I didn't hear your point about sacrificing yourself for the country and the economy on last Tuesday's show. But I he- did hear Stu talking about how you were trending in not such a good way. You know, what's crazy <laughs> is they are still running stories about me saying that old people should go out and just uh, work the economy and sacrifice themselves. And if they die, let them die. It's <laughs> not what I said at all. Not at all. At all. As we showed in multiple different ways with tons of evidence. Yeah. It's not at all what you yeah. said. And they know that's not what you said. But, you know, again, know. it's easy. It's I guess just... it's easy material. And, and how do you disagree with saying, look, for my children, I will self-sacrifice. If it means that the, we don't have an economy at the end of this, then fine, don't treat me if I get sick, but I'll go out and keep the basic engine running. And I'm not saying that the basic engine is, you know, a donut shop or even my shop. I will do what I have to do so my kids have a future. How can you possibly disagree with that? Anyway, he says... Um, uh, I'll continue to work and haul goods, whatever they are, throughout the country, no matter how bad this thing gets. I'll even work and not go home so my family uh, wouldn't get it. My point is, like you, I believe we cannot lose our country and stopping the economy will do that. Boy, we are so damn close to that. I will. This is, by the way, this is why you're hearing talk about, you know, make your own masks. Uh, they are... They've gone from, no, you can't even have the N95 mask. That doesn't even work. I mean, you don't even know how to put it on right to, I don't know, take a kitchen towel and wrap it around your face. That might work. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they doing that? Because we are going back out into the workforce. They can't they can't shut this down for very much longer. I mean, I I think maybe two weeks, uh, three weeks. But after that, we have got to open this thing back up. Uh, he says, sorry if I sound rambling, but I am really passionate about this. I thank you so much for your email. Glenn, my name is Mark. My family and I are small business owners in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We've been under a statewide shutdown, and I still work full-time job that considers me a critical, essential employee, so I'm out in the mix, as they say. My wife, special needs daughter, and another daughter have a compromised immune system. I work more hours than you can imagine, and we are looking at the possibility of losing everything we have worked so hard for for so long i keep my chin up and i try to keep positive spin going for them but inside i am so lost not knowing where to go from here please mark don't give up don't give up a path will open up i promise you a path will open up uh, not knowing where to go from here. This government is so disconnected from our reality. Our president, although he's not perfect, I feel has more heart for our country than he can express and is trying to do and trying to right the wrongs. No matter what, well, you know the rest. I support what's right for the people and what keeps us safe, and there's just so much wrong that is out of control. I'm running on empty anymore for my love, for my family, my country, my God. It's all that keeps me alive most days. But it's getting harder and harder for the chin up. The next chapter is hard to see. Mark, that is what I'm trying to work on. Uh, a next chapter. And to make sure that you hear the next chapter. Our next chapter is going to be up to us on how we react right now. If we give up right now our chapter for our children There won't be a next chapter. We will close the book on America 
and they will have to start from scratch. The reason why the president was so clear when he first said we have to shut down the economy and the and the press was saying, how can you possibly? He said, look, do you know, do you know what it will cost if we just decimate this economy? If we just have and let it run and everything is overwhelmed and we don't act in time, everything will be lost. What we're trying to do is shut the economy down and then restart it as soon as we can, because you don't you want to have something left to be able to start back up. This is the hope. I, I it's never been attempted before, but you know what? Neither had going to the moon. Putting a man on the moon was insane, but we found a way to do it. And if it's like Apollo 13 and less like Apollo 11, which I suspect it's going to be, Americans will find a way. We'll find the duct tape and we will repair it with parts that don't work. But that's what we do. Uh, let me see. Beverly writes in, Glenn, I just finished the seven wonders that will change your life. And I am truly amazed at the depth and spiritual messages that are within this book. I have followed you for years through your political life on Fox, but I had no idea of your, can I say, inner being. I read almost all of it in one sitting because I just couldn't put it down. This is something that I put out, what, 2010, Stu? 2009? Yeah, that's a, that's a good... This, going back in the catalog a little bit for the Seven, uh, the seven Wonders. Sender, seven Wonders. Hmm. Seven Wonders is a really, really good book. It's how I changed my life. And I wrote it with uh, Dr. Keith Ablo. And hmm. I, I wrote one chapter on why what I did... And then he wrote the rest of the chapter saying, this is psychologically, this is why this works. Um, and if you are struggling in your life, please go online and get the seven wonders that will change your life. Um, it is a really, really powerful book. Um, I read it all because I just couldn't put it down. Are you familiar with the concept of CEN? It stands for Childhood Emotional Neglect. Been described in the book called Running Out of Gas or something similar and parallels your case for coming in terms with yourself and your childhood before you can really be content in your own skin. Good job. Thanks. Sorry it took me so long to find it. Uh, David wrote in, Glenn, I purchased some gold last week. Not much, just a little bit of gold. But when I told the Goldline representative that I heard the Goldline commercial on your show, you would have thought I bought millions of dollars in gold. I couldn't have been treated better. Um, uh, hey, Glenn, I listen regularly on KTOK in Oklahoma City. I must reach out to you about your comment last Tuesday morning uh, that the Tigers were the only one that made any sense on Netflix Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some credit. I did my best to tell producers of the show what a constant problem the animal park was to our rural sheriff's office. I'm the county sheriff shown in the Joe Exotic docuseries. Not much made sense with any part of that zoo. Approaching one year retired as the sheriff, I don't miss any part of that place. I enjoy your show. Keep up the good work. We got to get this is Larry Rhodes. We got to get him on. Oh, that's great. Because he did make sense. I just I meant all of the main characters. Every time they go to the sheriff, he'd be like, yeah, I know it's nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all just thought this was crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you were like me, Larry. You all the rest of America sitting on the couch. We're all looking at you going. Yep. 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 
Um, Glenn, longtime listener, first time reaching out, uh, been a conservative in a very liberal area. Uh, being a conservative, in a very liberal area is very hard. I'm a 25 year old pharmacy tech living in Plattsburgh, New York, hoping to be a New York state police officer soon. Obviously, the situation has delayed everything. In college, I was ridiculed many times from my point of view. Plattsburgh State University, way up in upstate New York, all the bumper stickers will say Bernie Sanders, Mike Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren. As I say when I drive in, welcome to the USSR. It is crazy in New York. I want to thank you for being positive during this insane time. You've helped me a lot because I work at a pharmacy in New York, and it's been hard in there some days. My coworkers believe everything the mainstream media tells them, and as you and Stu point out, it's super depressing. But you guys help me get through it. My boss turned to us yesterday and said, Cuomo should be president for the work he's done. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Why? I had why? to run to the... I, uh, I know. It's killing me. I mean, you know, the one you could be impressed with is Gavin Newsom. Yeah, I mean, I think Gavin Newsom has done a pretty good job. He's had some problematic comments as well, where he said, oh, this is a good yeah. a good opportunity for us to push our progressive agenda. Um, but yeah, generally yeah, no, speaking, no, no, no. he's been <laughs> good, you know. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that he's a saint, and I'm not saying that you trust him. I'm just saying you could look at him and say he's done a good job with the state so far. I wouldn't say Cuomo. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, just on the on the evidence here, Glenn. You know, California looked like they were going to have a massive breakout in a couple of places as well. It has not been as bad, nearly as bad as New York. Uh, you know, he has been complimentary to the president over and over again, saying how he's been able to get resources there quickly. You know, I'm, I'm look, Gavin Newsom is Gavin Newsom. But in comparison, if you're picking Andrew Cuomo or Gavin Newsom based on performance in this thing, I mean, Newsom is completely outperforming him. I just feel like the people yeah, in the media all live in New York City, and he's the one yeah, person yeah, who looks why. mildly competent around there, even though he's not. Yep. Uh, and they're they're ter- yep. they're all terrified for their lives, and so they're watching yep. him on TV every day. But I mean, Newsom's clearly, yep. I think, done a better job so far. Yeah, I think so, too. And and it looks like California, I mean, they haven't hit their peak yet, but it looks like California is doing, um, uh, it, it, the numbers are starting to plateau, aren't they? Yeah, it, it I mean, does, it's not uh, like it. They did not have as big a breakout as, as you would have expected. You know, there's some uh, some belief that maybe the strain that hit the West Coast was a little more mild. And that could Mild. be part of it. But I mean, still, mm-hmm. it does seem like they were they were earlier to close things. They were um, you know, a little bit more aggressive in trying to control it. The same thing you could say about Washington, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, uh, you know, yes. with Inslee. Yeah. It looked like that was going to get really, really bad. And, you know, people love Jay Inslee back in the day when he was talking about global warming every single day. Uh, but, you know, I, for, again, he's not I don't think any of these people should be president or get any buzz for president. And Joe Biden has this thing wrapped up unless he decides to walk out. That being said, why Cuomo is getting it over these other governors makes absolutely no sense. No, it does. It makes the sense. And you, you just kind of danced around it a minute ago. Yeah, it's New York. Mm-hmm. And, and to put it plainly, what you just said was the, the press only pays attention to things that they uh, that affect them. So Gavin Newsom is on the other side of the country, and he's just, I don't know what's really happening there. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen what's happened on 33rd Street? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, they're so focused on themselves and their arrogance. That's the only reason why he's a superstar. Uh, by the way, um, 
Uh, I have to go back and look at the actual email where uh, the the 25 year old pharmacy tech. I'm going to send you a copy of my new book. He, he ends his email with thanks for helping this young conservative live through tough times. Hope to meet you and Stu one day. Never been to Texas before. Uh, well, you may never be because you're in New York. We may quarantine you forever. But um, the uh, I'm going to send you a copy of my new book, Arguing with Socialists, because you need it. If you're living in New York and you're 25, you're going to love this book. It's really, really funny. Got full, full of stats. Do not ever quote me. That's why we put about 100 pages of really fine print footnotes in the back. So any fact that you find. It's not coming from me. Make sure you quote the New York Times or whoever else. We looked for all of the best sources uh, that that lefties would find it hard to argue with. So all of the facts are footnoted there in the book. By the way, you can get that book. It's available. Uh, well, you can have it this weekend, probably, if you order it now. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in bookstores, but crates of them now in bookstores that are closed. Uh, but you can order yours at Amazon right now, arguing with socialists. I would love to see this number one on the New York Times. Uh, I don't even know if that's even possible anymore with the New York Times. But boy, would it send a message that arguing with socialists is number one on the New York Times. Uh, please order your copy now at Amazon.com or wherever you buy books. All right. Oh. At long last, as was foretold in the prophecies of old, the great protective curtain of civil modernity had been pulled back and the age of the dude bro has arrived. He sits in a chair, room festooned with half-open pizza boxes, brightly colored McDonald cheese wrappers, ready the first sign of weakness to charge into the digital world of your devices and steal your identity. He hollers over his shoulders up the stairway for mom. Mom, meatloaf. It's not going to make itself. Oh, this pandemic season. Don't let that cyber criminal ruin all of your fun by stealing your identity. Get yourself some LifeLock today and you'll thank me later. Mom, meatloaf. LifeLock detects a wide wide range of identity threats, uh, things like your social security number for sale on the dark web, and it works with you to stop them. The one thing that they think, cyber criminals think, is that they are essential workers. They haven't stopped. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock will see the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK. Save 25% now. That's LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. You're listening to Glenn Beck. We're keeping our eye on a few things uh, for you. Uh, one is uh, food shortages. I do believe that uh, because of planting uh, crops, uh, just because of transportation and uh, just different things, we are going to face some food shortages um, around the world. Uh, hopefully it won't be so bad here in America, but I urge you to pay attention to it. Farmer and milk producers now are dumping thousands of gallons of milk that's just crossed my desk. Uh, as processing and delivery supply chain disruptions prevent the ability to get key ingredients to finish milk, 
This is the peak of milk production for farmers. Um, milk processors are full due to the lack of production capacity as workers have been furloughed or dislocated due to travel restrictions and confusion about what is essential. So they've been asked to dump two days worth of milk in some regions as they struggle to get the key ingredients for pasteurization. Wisconsin dairy farm farmers are citing store closings and lower restaurant demands as milk or cream is a key ingredient in restaurant recipes. And the demand has dropped to zero in some areas. This is going to hurt the dairy farmers of America who are already really close um, to collapse as it is before this thing hit. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. uh, And I really want to talk to him about that letter that uh, Donald Trump sent to Chuck Schubert yesterday. It was delicious. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly and get his uh, recap of the week in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There in the vast wasteland of New York, way out about 20 miles so far that no one could ever find it. Millions of people locked in their towers. Food shortages dogs and cats sleeping together and there in his bunker bill o'reilly waiting for the hordes to start coming toward him it's practically mad max starring bill o'reilly hello america it's friday and bill is up next this is the glenn Beck program Oh, gosh, I can't wait to talk to him. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is uh, going to be on tomorrow's podcast. If you are a subscriber to The Blaze, it broke last night. You can watch that episode right now. Uh, But if you're not a Blaze subscriber, you'll get it tomorrow wherever you get your podcast. It is a don't miss. Mike Lindell is a he is a, a crazy ass dude. He is he is full-fledged nuts but i think in a good way um he is a guy who his life was completely out of control you wait until you hear him tell the story he had meth and crack dealers sit him down three crack dealers sit him down and go mike you're out of control we won't sell any more to you (laughs) (laughs) what what and it's because he had he got to know them obviously and he was like i've you know i've got a mission in life i know i have a mission in life and he was providing hope for other meth addicts and crack addicts that there that there would be a better tomorrow and they didn't want him to die it is the craziest story and now he's turned his life around he's using my pillow uh, as a platform to do incredible things. He was with the president this week uh, and he got hammered because he talked about Jesus, but he is unafraid. It is a great interview. Make sure you hear it. Uh, it'll be on the podcast tomorrow or Blaze TV now. But he's the guy who runs my pillow. And I don't know how this is doing for his business, but he shut down one of his uh, factories. Uh, here in America, and they've retooled and they are pumping out 50,000 masks every single day for the hospitals. He's doing his part. And, you know, him getting on television and saying in front of the president, you know, we need to read our scriptures. We need to turn back to God. It did not make him popular, Uh, but he's used to that. 
may I suggest that you go to mypillow.com if you need a new pillow or you need new sheets. I, this is not a pillow I thought I would like. It really isn't. Um, I, I sleep with it every night. I love it. And I really would never have purchased one. Never. He sent me one and he sent me the wrong one and I didn't like it. And he knew immediately. He's like, you don't like the pillow. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. And he's like, you got the wrong one. Let me send you another one. See if you like this one. He sent me the right one and I sleep with it every night. I would have never purchased this thing. I love it. His sheets are great. Right now, you get new listeners specials. You buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets, super, super soft. Get the second one free. Support him. He is, uh, he is a warrior on our side. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials, 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Mad Max, a.k.a. Bill O'Reilly. How you doing, Bill? Good. How you guys feeling? You feeling strong? Yeah, I'm feeling strong. Feeling good. Yeah, feeling good. After that uh, good yeah. night's sleep with the uh, with the dopey pillow, you got you're all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the dopey good. pillow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know why my I don't know why some of my favorite people, and I know you hated him, but uh, uh, are are like Don Imus and Bill O'Reilly, both just cantankerous, just. <laughs> Just everybody don't else, the, they don't, don't get put you. Me in Imus's category, though. I'm so much better looking than he is. I mean, come on, it's not even. <laughs> well, especially yeah. now. I don't know if you've All seen right. him; he's gone downhill. But anyway, uh, Bill, yep. tell me what your thoughts are on. Uh, first of all, how New York is handling this? What's it like to be in New York? What's really going on there? Well, on Long Island, the suburb uh, east of New York. There really isn't uh, anything to report. People are behaving. They're staying inside. Not a lot of traffic. Uh, the food uh, places are open. The service is good. There's plenty of food. Actually, more food than there would ordinarily be because people aren't staying in and they're barbecuing and making tuna sandwiches or whatever they, they do. Um, as far as the city is concerned, I haven't been in there in about a month. I do talk to friends in there every day. There is a little menace on the street as the crazy people who you can't control, they yeah. go out and there's not a lot of supervision of them. Uh, I think that's a story the local media is not reporting because the local media is not out on the street. Uh, the local yeah. media has kind of disappeared. Uh, so you've got to be careful in New York. It is people want, there are people wandering around who are not good. They will hurt you. And, they're not, and, and you're not saying that this is necessarily just criminals, but there are also there's a yeah, real mentally, mental mentally illness. people. Right. Yeah. Um, so the NYPD is, uh, as in my lifetime, always been uh, heroic. They have a lot of cases in there, but they still go to the precinct houses, and they're in the cars, and they're supervising what happens as best they can. The EMS people, that is the untold story. They're working around the clock, um, taking people to the hospitals, and, and without a break, double shifts. Um, yeah, they're all geared up, but still, you know, this is one of the most contagious diseases the planet has ever seen, and that's the real crux of this matter, how contagious it is, not how lethal. Um, 3% are going to die. 
uh, of people who acquire it, but it's so contagious and so uh, undefined. Is the mask going to help us? Can I, can I, my uh, son was telling me, well, you can't touch cardboard. I said, well, if that's true, I would have been dead five weeks ago. Um, So there's a lot of, you know, mythology around, a lot of misinformation, a lot of cowardly reporting, misreporting, political reporting. Um, It's a mess, whether you're in Long Island, New York City, or uh, down in Texas where you guys are. All right, so... Bill, there is a a real debate going on right now. I don't I don't think we can argue that this is dangerous. The the numbers, if they just continue at the pace that they're at today, it will become the most deadly uh, uh, virus uh, of the last hundred years. I mean, it is really it, it looks like it's going to be bad um, if they just stay on pace and don't exponentially grow. By the end of next month, it it will be bad. And I think we've done a lot to contain it. But the real debate here is, is the cure worse than the virus? You know, I've heard this on television mostly. And I'm sitting here and I'm going, look, if you're in a zone where there are a lot of people ill, you're not going to be able to cherry pick what you do. You're not. Now, if you live in the Dakotas or Wyoming or Nebraska or places that have not been impacted, you should go about your daily life. And that's the local authorities. You should follow their lead. It's not a one-size-fits-all. But these commentators who are saying, well, you know, let the old people stay inside. The rest of us will go out. You're insane. I mean, it's way too contagious. So we're going to have to all sit down for two months. That's what it did in China. Now, I don't believe China at all, but there is independent reporting that the virus is on the decline in China, where it originated. So I think we're going to have to do the same thing here. And by May, uh, you'll see the stats down, and then um, the local people will decide who can do what. But to to say, well, it's not worth it, we're losing too many jobs, I think that's fallacious. I really think that's dangerous reporting, and you're hearing it. So, Bill, I... I think that we need to keep the country closed, but there is a point to where you don't just fire these engines back up. I don't know where that is. I, I don't know if you know Stephen Moore, the economist, but yes, he is a him. good. He, yeah, he's a good friend. He's always very optimistic. He got off the phone. He was supposed to be on with me, you know, at this time a couple of days ago, and he got called into a meeting at the White House and said, I'll call you right back. I'll call you next hour if I can get out of the meeting. And so he he had no time to process and he was right on the air. And I've never heard him like this. He's like, this is just catastrophic. What is is coming? Um, How do we balance that? Well, first of all, speculation doesn't help anybody. And I was critical of Fauci, uh, the doctor, because he's going, well, I might come back in the fall. Hey, that doesn't do us any good, Doc. Okay? no, you know, it doesn't. All right. So you don't need to say that. And number two, well, well we do. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Speculation, uh, speculation isn't good, but being able to get people prepared for right, possibilities. Well, for, I'm, I'm afraid. If you, right, I, I'm afraid people are going to think. Right, but I think people on when it's coming back, I think people saying, "Oh, well, okay, we're past it." 
if they are not aware that it might come back in fall, uh, it will be it, it. You know, people have to understand Sick. that that the second wave of Spanish flu, it did come back and it was worse than the first. It doesn't mean it's going to happen this time, but you do have to be aware of it. It could come back. I, I, I disagree vehemently unless you have data to back it up. I'm sure you're aware at the University of Pittsburgh, they're now going into human trials on a medicine that will yes. abruptly stop the pandemic. Yes. All right, so we're going to live yes. in a totally different country in September than we're living in in April. The whole country is going to be different in September, and none of us know how that's going to shake so I don't need Fauci telling me this might happen, it coulda, it woulda. You just put out there, this is what we're doing, this is what the data says. And then in July or August, if you see a trend up, then you say, yeah, okay, everybody. But to scare people, and people are absolutely frightened. I mean, they yes. are crazed, some of them. Not me, because if I die... We're probably all better off, but I, most mm. people, most people are. <laughs> I mean, it's debatable. I mean, you make a good point. You do make a good point with a lot of facts and data points to back that up. But that's right. I don't want to speculate. Um, let's just let's just. I don't want to speculate. Look, there are two prongs to this reportage, and and I I can't tell you how the U.S. press, the journalism industry in America, is letting down. Every single America. You would think they would it's rise funny. to the occasion and, nope. and put aside all the hatred, bias, and lies and just report the truth or try to get the truth. You would think that that might happen. And I will give you, I know we are up against a break, but I'll give you a really vivid example of a mass lie being reported by the American press. A mass lie. And there's no one to rebut it, Beck. There's no one to combat it. And this is so dangerous. So that's one prong of the disease reportage. The other is people don't know what's true. They don't know whether to wear a mask. They don't know whether to dress up. They don't know whether to. Vader. I got my daughter. They don't know whether to. Bill, they don't know whether or not to wear a mask. Yes, they should wear a mask. All right, the, fine, the, but they the, don't know. Some people say I know. Yes, you know why they the don't mask. know? Some people say, no, you don't have to. It's Do all you know why the they don't know? They don't know because the combination of those in the government and mainly in the media that just don't trust the American people with information said, we're going to have a shortage of masks. Tell people that they don't, they don't need those masks. They need them at the hospital. They won't work for them. Of course they'll work for them. If they're working for the doctors, trust the American people and give them the information. They'll do the right thing. They'll do the right thing. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you can get one. Okay. But there isn't any definitive. If you wear the mask, you're not going to get it. All right. So don't think if you're wearing a mask, you're not going to get it because you correct. Yes. All right. Right. Mask is basically for people who think they're sick. So it's harder to spread if you cough because you've got a a barrier in front of your mouth. But this is ill defined, Beck. The press does not define any of this. They use it to try to hurt people they want destroyed. 
They use well, all of the pandemic to try to destroy people. And it's so bad. Okay, Bill O'Reilly, back with him in just a second. Stand by. Right now, I don't know about you, but I'm video conferencing all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that just out of the camera's view, uh, you know, I've got another device open with Candy Crush. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not. Um, But that's two devices that you've got on Wi-Fi at any given time. Even if you're a uh, password-protected Wi-Fi system, hackers can get in and steal your information, and they're working overtime. This is why you need Norton 360 in your life, both affordable and simple, easy to use. You you get a VPN that will help block hackers from stealing personal information, companies from tracking your online activities, uh, you know, the the government from doing it. It's all bank-grade encryption. We're talking about real-time security for all of your devices it has a safe cam that blocks people from being able to take over your webcam without you knowing it you get a uh, right to privacy don't give up your right to privacy get norton 360 today nobody can prevent all cyber uh, cyber crime but norton 360 is an integrated solution to help protect all of your devices i don't care who it is save up to 50 percent off your first year with an annual subscription at norton.com slash beck that's norton.com slash beck save 50 percent Back with Bill O'Reilly in 10 seconds. All right, so Bill, I agree with you 100% that all of these decisions should be made at the local level. And it bothers me that all of these governors have been begging the president to, you know, uh, 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 call up the National Guard for their states. I think a lot of these, I had Candace Owens on yesterday, and she said, I think, you know, I'd like to see, notice that all of these states that are begging for all this money are the ones that are on the verge of bankruptcy, uh, and uh, they're getting giant bailouts from the government. I think all of these things have to be made at a local level. But you have, you have states like Virginia that have now said, um, you could go to jail for leaving your house. That's insanity. Insanity. Yeah, they're not going to enforce that, but they're doing it, you know, to scare people to stay inside. But look, I agree that local uh, and state by state should be the primary um, deciders in how the people are directed to fight this pandemic. But you're not getting any kind of honesty in reportage. How much time do we have? Uh, you've got about uh, four or five minutes. Four or five All right, minutes. good. Okay. So at the national level, you are seeing now a movement to destroy Donald Trump um, as a viable contender in November for re-election. You're seeing that driven by the media The New York Times, Washington Post, Boston Globe, Boston Globe editorialized this week, Trump has blood on his hands because he didn't sound the alarm soon enough. Here are the facts. I want you and Stu to write them down. Ready? Yeah, I got my pen right here. Mm -hmm. All right. So President Trump, and I'm not trying to get him reelected. I just want the truth. President Trump stopped flights from China on January 31st. Got it. At the same time, Italy stopped flights from China to the Italian peninsula. Those are the only two countries that did that. Not one world leader, 
Not one in January sounded the alarm, and neither did the World Health Organization attached to the U.N. No one sounded the alarm. So Trump was first in stopping flights from China. First. Okay? Between January 1st, when the Wuhan virus was announced, and February 25th, the fourth Democratic debate of 2020, not one Democrat mentioned the pandemic in the three debates. Mm -hmm. Not one. Not one Mm -hmm. moderator, questioner, asked a question about it. Not one. These are facts. So no one in the media, no one in the Democratic Party, between New Year's Day and February 25th, did jack. Nothing. The Blaze and O'Reilly.com on January 22nd both sounded the alarm independently of each other. I didn't know you did that. The same day. That was pretty early. January 22nd. But no Democrats did. Andrew Cuomo, the first time he sounded an alarm was early March. Now, the movement is the federal government, the Trump administration, hid the severity of the disease. What? Based on what? You have a CIA report issued this week that says the Chinese communist government actively misled everyone about the severity of the pandemic. So how would anyone know? It is just staggeringly dishonest. And I talked to friends who hate Trump, okay? And I told them exactly what I told you. It doesn't matter. They still hate him. Well, he should have done so. What? What? Is he clairvoyant? Can he read minds? He was the first world leader. Check it out. Not one other world leader sounded the alarm before Donald Trump stopped those flights. That's the truth. I remember, Bill, thank you for this. I I remember hearing him stop flights from China and the world reacted that he was a racist. And then I remember having my breath taken away when he said, I'm starting all I'm stopping all flights from uh, Europe, which everybody complained about and said was reactionary. And I remember hearing it thinking, oh, my gosh, this is serious. Um, I can't imagine a president doing that. He was way ahead and everybody mocked him for it. Back with Bill O'Reilly. Well, you know, it's one of these things where uh, we're at home and we are having uh, issues with uh, <laughs> with everything right now. Things are hard to get. It's hard to get everything shipped to you. Um, it's a pain. Uh, life's a pain right now. Um, and one of the things that you probably want to avoid if uh, if you are uh, dealing with, if you wanted to talk to, like, for example, ED, you uh, don't want to go to a doctor. You don't have a discussion with a doctor. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you're glad you live in this world for that one reason, <laughs> so you don't have to have any awkward in in person conversations. Um, Roman was built for this moment because Roman allows you to uh, get treatment uh, if medication is the right thing. Then uh, Roman will just ship it to you for free with free two day shipping. They've been doing this for a long time. This is not new to them. This is not some adjustment they're making for our current situation. The process is simple and discreet. You can go to getroman.com slash Beck, complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor to take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash Beck, get a free online visit, free two day shipping. It's getroman.com slash Beck for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash Beck is the place to go. 
All right, tonight on our Friday exclusive, a show you do not want to miss. Bill said you can't trust China, you can't trust anybody, you can't trust the WHO tonight on Blaze. Hey, Mike Lindell is my guest uh, this weekend on our uh, podcast that you'll hear tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts it's already been posted last night uh if you're a subscriber to uh, gbtv or to uh, blaze tv you can get the biggest savings we've ever offered the 30 dollars off now for your annual descript- uh, subscription do it now at blaze tv.com slash glenn bill o'reilly is uh, joining us bill let's let's take this to politics for just a second how does the president uh, uh, survive the economy. We've always said that if the economy goes to hell, he's finished. I'm not sure that's true anymore. How does what what would you be telling the president, or what would you be looking at if you were a presidential political advisor today? Well, Americans are going to understand the economy is going to be uh, in trouble as long as a pandemic is. Uh, affecting people's lives and keeping them inside. So I don't see that as a major problem. But I've said from the very beginning of this whole ordeal that if Donald Trump can get the pandemic under control this summer, he wins. If by September it's not under control, the kids cannot go back to school in many places, people are not opening up businesses again, he loses. However, the Democrats have a major problem. Because Joe Biden, as we discussed last week on this program, is tottering. All right. His mental acuity is not what it used to be. And everyone around him knows that. That's why Andrew Cuomo's warming up in the bullpen. So we went over that. I don't want to go over it again. But Trump knows that his whole future in politics depends on getting this pandemic to subside. And that's where 100% of everything is going. He can't do anything about the economy while this thing rages. So that's the answer to your question. Has the government done enough to tell people when their checks are arriving, tell people, uh, businesses that are laying people off, um, how to even apply for these loans? When, When do you think that's going to be really out there and and people are using those things well that's an excellent point and they should have a website up and running where you can go in and ask your questions and get them answered i mean it's as simple as that so i mean i look one of the reasons that you and i have been um in the forefront of this pandemic is because hundreds of thousands of people maybe millions of people trust us Right. So at BillOReilly.com, we have an unprecedented surge of hundreds of thousands of people a week coming in for information. And I can give them information like if you file your IRS tax return electronically, you don't have to do anything. You'll get your check if you're under the threshold of earnings. If you mail it in, you'll still get your check, but it'll be three or four weeks later because the bureaucracy takes that long to stuff it in an envelope and send it to you. I can give you that information, but I can't give you micro information about small business. So the 
um, government should have a website, and it should be promoted dramatically everywhere. You got a question? We'll answer it. Come here. That would be a good thing for the Trump administration to do. And as far as I know, they have not done it thus far. Nancy Pelosi says she is launching a committee to supervise Trump's coronavirus response. She says it will uh, unify our country and promote bipartisanship. Your thoughts? My thought is that I, if I were the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, would quarantine Nancy Pelosi for eight years. (laughs) She couldn't come out of her house, and I disconnect all of her Internet so she couldn't call anybody. I think that the pandemic can be used for good in certain purposes. And if we can isolate Nancy Pelosi by using some of the pandemic panic, we should do so. Well, Chuck Schumer, did you see the the letter that... Yeah, and him too. The, the letter that Donald Trump wrote to Chuck Schumer yesterday uh, was hysterical. It was hysterical. So I loved stupid. it. But Trump, I don't know why Trump is even bothering with this. Just go out on a on a little daily thing you do, and then and, and say, "Look, Chuck, you're a moron." Um, everybody knows it, and the only reason you're in there is because of the machine in New York. And uh, you know, I'm not even going to bother with you anymore. So, I don't know, writing him a letter, and I, 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 I. but look, this is the circus, and I, I, I'm more interested in the folks. The circus is yes. the circus, and you can watch it on cable news, which, by the way, is the worst. Repetitive, they don't know what to do, tell me more, what do you make How of are their that? ratings? How are their ratings, Bill? Through the roof. Through the roof. Because people have nothing to do. They're sitting in the house. And that brings me to my right. last point, and I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. What is the most important thing O'Reilly is doing to help the nation in this pandemic? Thank you for asking that, Glenn Beck. And okay, Stu, that was sure you, my next question. I'm yeah, sure, sure you guys collaborated on right. that. Right, right. So yeah. every night on the the no spin news on BillOReilly.com, I do a final thought, which is a personal thing. And I tell you what uh, I'm doing in the pandemic, how it affects me. But the most important one I've done is to ask or suggest that every American keep a journal. And at the top of part of that journal should be these words. Is this doing me any good? With a question mark. Then you list down all the things that are in your life, what you eat, what you do recreationally, your friends by name, your relatives, and then next to it, is this doing me any good? So if I'm eating a quart of haagen every day, you've got to be honest with yourself to make this work, by the way. It's doing no, good. No, that's doing not good. doing me any good. If I'm yelling at the kids because I'm frustrated about my job or my status in life, is that doing me and the kids any good? No, it's not. But then there'll be um, Ziggy across the street is a good guy, and he's helped us out. Maybe I get to know him a little bit better. You see what I mean? You put your life, and this takes time. This takes, you know, thought. We got plenty of it. Go ahead. We got plenty of time. I'm just saying, no, no, no. we got time, time to do time it. to do that. 
Yes, we all have plenty of time, but you have to be brutally honest. All right? Yeah. Is, is this helping my life? And put down everything that you do. So if you're wearing chartreuse pants, is that really helping? All right, maybe we want to go to a more neutral color and not have people right. mock us. <laughs> All right? All right, so that's Bill. That's the kind I... of stuff. Now, if you do that, because thinking has been wiped out in America. Nobody thinks mm. anymore. They grab mm. the dopey machine and they punch up some stupid game or stupid website because they don't want to go into the discipline of thinking. But thinking's what it's all about. That's what life's all, right. all about. Thinking uh, it makes us very it makes and, us very doing things that help. Yeah. Not Yeah, hurt. yeah. Okay, so let me this makes it very difficult for me to ask you this um but i think i can phrase it this way bill do you believe that the american psyche uh is 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 in trouble i mean it is, we have some problems yes right yeah. yes and, and, and anything you that do... you can do hang on hang on yeah yeah shush anything that you can do you personally bill o'reilly to help people that's 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 important right you need to seek yeah, honesty, yeah. No, no, yes or no. This, no, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. That whatever. I, yes, it's that important. I with my... Got it, got it, got it. Got, great. Yes. I've got something that I think would help the American people, and you're not going to want to do this, but I'm telling you, Bill, it will help the American people. I want you to come on this show next week and tell me what you thought of Tiger King. Oh, I want I you to watch, watch now. Stupid thing. No, I know you don't, but it would be really good. Right. You Maybe, talking uh, about I'll the watch, Tiger King. What, how long is the episode? No, what do they run? They're like forty-one. They're forty-one minutes, and there's only seven uh, of them. Uh, uh, Bill, right, Bill, Bill, Bill. You, you, you actually giving you actually giving your thoughts on Tiger King would be tremendous. All tremendous. Right. For you and Stu, I'll do it. <laughs> nice. Now, you got to watch yeah, all of them. I, I know. Because I'm going to be... I know in I my will. journal, is this helping my life? I know where that's going. <laughs> no, no. It's not your life. It's not... Is this doing good? Yes. Is this helping? Yes. Because you'll be helping the American people. It will be wildly entertaining next week. All right. So i got to watch some lion thing. That's no, no, what I gotta watch. no, Tiger King. Yes, so, Tiger uh, King. You have to watch all seven episodes because I'll know all immediately. Seven episodes. I'll watch you have to. One. You have to. All right. You can't. You'll completely be. You'll completely screw it up. You have to watch. Bill, I'm telling you, there's never anything. You will learn things about America that you did not know. It's Beck, I'll incredible. watch one, and if if I'm engaged, awesome. then I'll watch another one. But I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm going to watch all seven stupid episodes of some <laughs> cheetah running around. Yeah, well, right? we will see. We will see. We will see. I'm going to hound you. I'm going to hound you. I'm going to hound you on this. Hound you. True life American story that is just unbelievable. And I want to hear your take on it. Yeah. All right. All right Beck. Thank you. You're out of your mind, all Beck. Right. You know that. Uh, no. <laughs> Goodbye. Totally insane. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly for BillOReilly.com. Think he'll do it? He'll watch one. He'll watch one. Uh, the question is, will he watch? Will he watch them all? I, I mean, how are you not intrigued? How are you not intrigued? I mean, I was hooked by the second one. The first one, I was like, eh, okay. Uh, but the second one, I was like, I've got to finish this. 
Yeah, that's where I left off. So I, I, this weekend, I need to get through the rest of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. You will love it. By the way, I started watching Ozark last night. Oh, oof. so good. Ozark oof. is one of the best shows uh, in the, you know, the past is, decade. It's so yeah, good. it's really, it's very dark. really good. Very dark, but very, very good. You think? <laughs> Was it the, the putting of the people in the oil drums in the first episode? That... <laughs> it gets to it quick, quickly. Uh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so thank you for that, Stu. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Blinds.com. Look, uh, you know, I know you got you know about 300 things left on your honey to-do list. Uh, but if you're living in your house and it looks like, you know, maybe you were, you know, Bonnie and Clyde lived in your house or the Civil War happened around your house because the blinds look like somebody's been poking guns through them uh, and shooting them up. You might be, you might be, you might, be, you might want to add this to your honey to do list. Uh, Blinds.com right now making it as simple as possible to shop for top, top quality blind shades and interior shutters from your home with online ordering and free shipping right to your door. You don't have to be nervous about doing it yourself. They've been doing this for a very long time. Millions of homeowners, they have walked millions of people through this process uh, throughout the years. And you can talk to one of their design experts, either online or on the phone for free. It's a 100% guarantee, perfect fit for your windows, blinds.com. See their amazing selection and start your free online design consultation. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go to blinds.com now. Don't forget, Glenn Beck's new book, Arguing with Socialists, comes out on Tuesday. You can be in the private sector and be a democratically socialist business. And you need it now more than ever. Economic rights are human rights. It's the follow-up to his New York Times bestseller, Arguing with Idiots. Same people, new facts. Tax rates as high as 60 or 70 percent. And new laughs. You should be contributing more. Or gasps. Tippy tops. Get it Tuesday on Amazon, Arguing with Socialists, from Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, if you happen to be watching us on uh, Blaze TV, um, I'm uh, operating from my my own home, and I'm in my art studio in my house. And behind me, you will see a uh, painting that I started yesterday. I should have it finished um, by uh, next week. Uh, it's the painting of American Gothic. You know, the the uh, father and daughter standing in front of the house with the pitchfork. Uh, I put them in surgical masks, uh, and I should be done with that uh, next week. I'm going to auction it off for charity uh, and see if we can raise some money to help some of these communities that are really hard hit uh, with Mercury One. Uh, so we'll be putting that up, and maybe we'll make some T-shirts or something like that. But uh, really want to do my part in uh, in helping our charity, Mercury One. Yesterday, we did a big fundraiser, raise some money. We really need your help. Um, we are all over the country. We know we are needed more. We're helping with logistics, um, and our partners on the ground are everywhere. You can find out more about Mercury One and what we're doing at mercuryone.org, uh, slash donate. If you can donate, we would really, uh, we would really help. We would really appreciate it. And I'll be doing this auction. 100% of all of the money that goes to Mercury One for things like this, 
Uh, 100% of it goes right directly. We don't take anything off the top. It goes right directly to our local partners. Uh, so you know that it's going, you know where every dime is going. MercuryOne.org slash donate if you can help out. Uh, all right. Have you heard about the hospital ships, you know, the, the mercy and the comfort? Yeah. You know, yeah. The, they, they brought that into New York and uh, they only have 20 patients. One in L.A. has, I think, 13. The one in New York has 20. And that's because uh, the ambulance can't bring people right to the ship. They have all kinds of regulations and everything else. I mean, they really need to suspend the regulations. If that hospital ship is there to help people, you know, who have a heart attack and you can't they now say that EMS can't bring the heart attack people to the hospitals. Mm. Well, that's what the comfort is there for. And they can't do it because of government regulations uh, and city regulations. Somebody's got to plow through all of that stuff and just be able to open these ships up. They're there to help. Let's actually get them to help people. Everybody becomes a libertarian during a pandemic. It's the reverse of what yeah, everybody's saying. Everyone loves to get yeah, down. No. When, it's, when it really counts, you, you break down those walls. Yep. And you, uh, you say, us people on the ground locally know what we're doing. We have a lot to get to this hour. We have our daily coronavirus update just to bring you up to speed on the numbers and some of the big stories. Also, uh, we have from the Tiger King, we have Larry Rhodes. He's the sheriff that's in that. Uh, He's retired now. He heard me talking about it this week and he wrote to me and he said, Glenn, uh, wait a minute. Not all of us were insane. We have him coming up in just a second. Also, Charlie Kirk, beware of big government. What's really in these stimulus packages and what we need to watch for, that's coming up. Also, Mike Lindell, just a ton of stuff happening this hour. Don't miss a second of it. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I have to thank God car mechanics uh, are on the list of people who are considered essential workers in the U.S. Otherwise, you know, you'd be fixing your own car uh, as it broke down. Or in my case, you'd just be walking and swearing a lot, probably. Um, You still have the mechanics. All you need now to make sure that you can repair your car is to have CarShield. CarShield has an affordable protection plan that can save you thousands of dollars for a covered repair. That includes the computer and the GPS and the electronics and so much more. And with CarShield, you're behind the wheel of, of the plan. It's a customizable monthly plan with rates as low as 99 bucks a month. You can choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. It doesn't matter because CarShield writes the check directly to them. You're not waiting around or anything. They have have a rental car while yours is in the shop they have 24 7 uh roadside assistance and they've already covered paid out i think uh i don't remember the number now i just i, I know they've helped a million customers fix their car the number that they have paid out is it's, it's a little staggering but they're america's number one auto protection provider with rates as low as 99 dollars a month you have nothing to lose here get covered by car shield today the last thing you can afford is something major to go wrong with your car and we all know it will 800 car 6000 800 car 6000 mention the promo code beck or visit carshield.com and use the promo code beck you'll save 10 percent. that's carshield.com promo code beck 
All right, let's get through these uh, as quickly as we can. Total confirmed cases now worldwide. We are now over a million cases, up from 950,000 yesterday. Total confirmed deaths worldwide, 54,000. That's up from 48,000 yesterday. 12% of U.S. confirmed cases now require hospitalization. That is roughly on par with Italy at 12% requiring hospitalization. And lower than Spain, where it is 18% of the patients require hospitalization. We now have 245,380 confirmed cases and 6,095 people have died. That is up about 40,000 from yesterday and up a thousand deaths from yesterday. The White House now is going to recommend all Americans wear face masks in public. President Trump said yesterday that they are considering a recommendation. He says the recommendation is coming out. I don't think it's going to be mandatory. If people want to wear the masks, they can. Um, however, we shouldn't be using masks that, you know, our surgeons and our nurses and everybody else need uh, at the hospital. Uh, later, somebody from the White House said that they're going to narrowly target areas with highly communicated uh, community transmission uh and that's the matter that remains under discussion whether they're going to do this for the whole country or not new memo from the cdc says in light of new data cdc recommends the community use cloth masks as additional public health measure that you can use to prevent the spread of the virus to those around uh, this news comes as Laredo, Texas, joins more than a dozen American cities or counties that have mandated the use of face masks for all people in public spaces, such as grocery stores or shopping centers. Violators without a face mask, at least in Laredo, face up to a thousand dollar fine. Similar provisions are now being considered in the entire state of California, according to Gavin Newsom's office. Antibody tests are getting accelerated uh, availability, unlike vaccine testing and production, which could take months, if not years. SARS COVID-19 antibody tests could be available in the U.S. in just a few weeks. Now, this could be the key to opening America back up and getting us out of our shelter in place. If you already have an immunity to this virus, you could go back to work. Most known coronavirus immunities, however, in humans are not permanent. Researchers say that, you know, the flu, for example, it grants only a seasonal immunity and can be caught just a few months later. So uh, we have to watch this carefully. The hospital ships are sitting empty. The much-touted Navy hospital ships in New York and Los Angeles sit 95% empty as of last night. In New York, the Comfort, a thousand beds largely unused. It's 1,200-member crew, almost idle. We're waiting for the patients, one of the nurses said. Only 20 patients have been transferred to the ship. Uh, New York hospitals struggle or, uh, struggling to find space for thousands of infected with the coronavirus, but they're not sending any patients over to the USS comfort uh, the navy hospital ship the mercy in los angeles docked only has 15 patients there michael dowling the head of uh, northwell health new york's largest hospital system said if i'm being blunt about it this is a joke everyone can say thank you for putting up these wonderful places and opening these cavernous halls but we're in a crisis here we're in a battlefield the issue is red tape 
On top of the strict rules preventing people infected with the virus from coming on board, the Navy is also refusing to treat a host of other conditions. Guidelines disseminated to hospitals include a list of 49 medical conditions that would exclude a patient from admittance to the ship, and ambulances cannot take people directly to the comfort. They first have to deliver patients to a city hospital for a lengthy evaluation, including a test for the virus, and then pick them up again for transport to the ship. 911 call centers are already massively uh, swamped in New York. Ambulances are not available to take non-infected persons to each ship. Meanwhile, across New York, hospitals are overrun. Patients have died in hallways before they can even be hooked up to one of the uh, available ventilators in New York. Doctors and nurses who have had to use the same protective gear again and again and again are now getting sick themselves. So many people are dying. The city is running low on body bags, said uh, the head of the hospital. The coroner's, uh, the uh, coroner's office told us, told our administrator to start double wrapping bodies in sheets for the time being. Let me give you a hopeful sign. University of Pittsburgh researchers have found COVID-19 a vaccine, they say. Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine believe they found a potential vaccine for the coronavirus. Researchers announced their findings yesterday, believe the vaccine could be rolled out quickly enough to significantly impact the spread of disease. The vaccine would be delivered on a small fingertip sized patch. When tested on mice, the vaccine produced enough antibodies believed to successfully counteract the virus. Scientists say they were available. Uh, they are able to act fast because they had already done research on similar coronavirus SARS and MERS. Trump administration ordered the FBI to fast track the next phase of animal trials for the experimental vaccine. Officials warned that even if it's success, uh, human trials and ultimate production could still be as far away as 12 to 18 months. It's early, but it's a very positive uh, result. Um, there's something going around the Internet now that I want to dispel quickly, and that is up in Vermont uh, and Maryland. People are saying now that they are making seeds to grow food illegal in stores. Governor Phil Scott issued an executive order mandating that retailers, including Walmart, Target, Costco, Ace Hardware, Home Depot, cease in-person sales of non-essential items. This makes Vermont the second state in the U.S. to make gardening supplies non-essential. Well, that's the problem. The list of items deemed as non-essential includes electronics. What? Books? Are you kidding me? Furniture, sporting equipment, toys, and gardening supplies or lawn care. Such items could still be ordered by way of various company websites, according to the signs posted inside. Walmart stores posted to Twitter by Walmart shoppers, and it shows that there's a ban that you can't buy seeds. Our studios and our uh, our staff just uh, reached out to the governor's office. We have not heard anything officially, but we have gotten a couple of responses where they have just opened this back up. Walmart, uh, as we called them and we said, hey, what, what's going on? They said it was a misinterpretation of the law and they are now calling those Walmarts to say, remove the signs from the seeds. You're able to buy those seeds. Again, it is really important, really, really important that you don't panic when you see things. Many times it'll be a misunderstanding like this was. Don't panic and don't feed in to any of those problems. That's your COVID-19 update. Uh, we're going to take a quick break stations and then we're going to come back and we have the sheriff on with us.
from Oklahoma City, who was the sheriff that you saw, Larry Rhodes, in uh, Joe the Tiger King, that docuseries. We do that in one minute. So Omaha Steaks. There is never a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks than right now. They deliver the world's best steaks and a huge variety of family favorites, all without ever having to leave the comfort of your own home. They have stock-up boxes right now that make a great care package for somebody that you love. Somebody, If you, if you uh, know somebody that might have an empty freezer, uh, you might want to help them and send this. Uh, they'll have peace of mind knowing that dinner will be coming right now omaha steaks doing their part with a limited time stock up sale available to you to help your family stock up on the food that you love omaha steaks if you go there now enter the promo code back in the search bar and you're going to get free shipping on orders of 69 dollars or more plus some really good savings uh staying at home doesn't have to be all bad and you don't have to go and get meat get it from america's butcher get it from omahasteaks.com this is premium stuff at a really good price they have the stock up sale going on right now with ready to ship packages free shipping on shipments of $69 or more great savings go to omahasteaks.com you got to go to the search bar and type in uh, the word Beck in the search bar and that will take you to all of the specials now at omahasteaks.com search bar enter the promo code Beck 10 seconds station ID So Larry Rhodes is the former Garvin County, Oklahoma sheriff. He was the sheriff for over eight years. And many of those years, he dealt with the now famous Joe Exotic, uh, who we all now know from the uh, Tiger King. Uh, He wrote into the show just, uh, what, yesterday or the day before to set the record straight. He said, hello, Glenn Beck. I listen regularly on KTOK AM in uh, Oklahoma City. And I have to reach out to you about Tuesday morning's comment that the Tigers were the only ones that made any sense on Netflix. Tiger King, give me some credit. I did my best to tell producers of the show what a constant problem the animal park was to our rural sheriff's office. I'm the county sheriff shown in Joe Exotic docuseries. Uh, not, made, not much made sense with any part of that zoo. I'm now retired. Keep up the good work. Stay safe. I wanted to get him on uh, and personally tell you, Larry. I did not mean that you didn't make sense. You were, I felt like you were the one that was sitting there. You were saying all the things that I was saying the whole time. Like, this is nuts. This is nuts. It, it, it was nuts. Uh, Glenn, uh, that was, uh, that was eight years of my career that, uh, I won't get back. <laughs> no, I, I bet not. So what point where did you come into this, uh, this saga? Where in the, where in the show's life were you there when when Joe seemed to be kind of sane? I mean, not really sane, but kind of sane at the beginning. Or was he always yeah, nuts? actually? Actually, I was Glenn. I, I took office uh, in late 2010, and that's where I first met. You know, met Joe. Uh, he would. Uh, we would have to annually uh, execute a contract. Uh, you know, to, to deal with a protocol if, if some of these large cats got out. So Joe yeah. and I early on uh, um, communicated regularly, and, and things were pretty good uh, at that point. But, but as the zoo grew and uh, as Joe got more exotic, so to say, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, it really got out of hand. 
And, so, uh, you know, I, I might add, you know, toward the end of my career there as, as Garvin County Sheriff, you know, he was accounting for uh, uh, most all of our uh, calls for service uh, in, in that immediate area of the county. Shut up. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it, was, uh, it was a week. I, I had deputies uh, at that park almost on a weekly basis. Uh, uh, if, if it wasn't an external call for service uh, away from the park, causing us to respond and to investigate at the park. It was something internally. And, uh, you know, we had some, some pretty major cases as well at the park. Like, like what do, what do we not know? What did they not show us? Well, well, the producers, uh, didn't show you quite a bit. Uh, you know, if you can imagine those producers worked on that documentary, uh, I think four to five years, uh, mm-hmm. there, there, there are so many stories and backstories that, uh, you know, those watching the Netflix series, they, they didn't see. I mean, just, uh, and I'm not talking routine stuff. Uh, you know, for instance, you, you saw on one ep- episode where that, uh, that EF4 tornado, it, it showed Joe talking about that tornado, yeah. and it was headed right. directly toward the park. And I, I can remember I was res- responding to the area that was hardest hit by that tornado. And I was on the radio telling deputies, get to the park. It is on a, uh, a straight path toward the animal park. And I was giving directions, you know, don't let any one of those big cats out. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a larger problem than, than yeah. you know, what we were dealing with. And, but, you know, at, at the last minute that, uh, that tornado, uh, you know, took a turn to the, uh, more to the east, uh, due east, and uh, uh, but but just little stories like that. Uh, but we, you know, we we had people. Uh, th- there were there were people on each extreme of the uh, the animal rights and the 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 exotic cat ownership um, debate. And uh, you know, I, my, my office was. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there was anyone sane. I mean, it seems like every single person, there's that one guy who's from Oklahoma that kind of looks like an orangutan uh, uh, a guy runs an exotic. He ran the exotic bird thing or whatever. He was the the uh, he was the guy who was the, the tried to he, he did the entrapment or not the entrapment, but he did the, the spying there for the FBI at the end. And and uh, yeah, well. Uh, well, 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 what's his... my point of my uh, email to you was at least show somebody sane, and, and, and even the producer said, you know, we've got to have some uh, sanity in this uh, docuseries. So, uh, Sheriff, can we but talk there... to you? I said, well, absolutely. <laughs> so, right, but I mean, outside, I mean, in the big cat world, they all seem nuts. They all seem nuts. And, and I never knew that until I became sheriff. I, uh, and some of it was that, that Joe would, you know, he would hire and pay just, you know, just pennies for people to work there. And many people volunteered because that, that was their passion. So as you can imagine, the people that were attracted to work or, or hang around a zoo, um, you know, they, they, they were people that, uh, you know, thought, had extreme thoughts and, and maybe didn't have much else going for them. And, and, and therefore they they were at the zoo working or, or, you know, feeling like that was their place in the big cat world. You know, I, I, I can there seemed, you, 
Go ahead. You know, what, what, what also led to this, Glenn, was I can remember times Joe would come to my jail and try to bond people out because he needed workers at the zoo. You know, he'd be, uh, he'd be back there looking at the jail list and, hey, I could use this person or, the, or, or this, you know, <laughs> transitory uh, person. And wow. he'd bring them out to, to the zoo and put them to work. So that's what you got, you know. So it seemed like there was a plethora of drugs uh, there. Did you, did, were you f- having to fight a, a drug ring there? Or did you guys know that that was as prevalent or, is it, or, or was it? We, we, it? It was prevalent. We, we knew it was prevalent, uh, um, you know, on the park and, and with some of the um, um, workers that were around the park, uh, just as portrayed in, in, the, in that docuseries, Tiger King, there were drugs around that park. Again, it, uh, just what I spoke to uh, some of the people that uh, were attracted to that park, um, you know, that was the lifestyle they led. Uh, that was the environment they lived in. And uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't characterize it as a drug ring. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, Glenn, it wasn't any. They weren't selling uh, it, yeah. It, it wasn't any bigger of a problem. The drugs weren't in any other part in in, in rural America yeah, okay. right now with with meth use and addiction problems we're we're, we're having. So it was. Do you uh, do you, th- you know, do do you think that Joe in a, in his own way was a cult leader? I wouldn't characterize him as a, a, a cult leader. Uh, he certainly had a lot of influence over people, uh, uh, workers, uh, people who came to the park and would want to uh, uh, donate and, and maybe sponsor the animals that he, he kept at the zoo. Uh, you know, he had a lot of influence over people in that sense. But uh, as far as the cult, I, you know, I, we – most everyone at that park didn't stay there very long. There were a few exceptions, and those are the ones that were shown mm. on the show that that stayed there year after year. But but you know we would uh, we would get a call for service, Glenn. I'm just telling stories here. We'd go out there and we'd conduct an investigation. We would try to go back and conduct a follow up investigation. That person would be gone. You know, they 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 would be mm. off to another state, never to be seen. And uh garden county again it was uh so you know cult like i I didn't see uh that closed a a, a community it was a public park okay yeah larry thank you so much for uh calling in and i'm glad i didn't have to live your life uh but uh what a what an amazing story it is thank you very much uh former governor sorry former sheriff uh from garvin county uh that was seen in tiger king larry rhodes all right back in just a second you're listening to Glenn Beck. Okay, so your car, you know, uh, the only connection that you have with the outside world. Yes, that roving quarantine unit of yours allows you to see the world and yet remain safe. The boy in the plastic bubble. Except this one's made of steel. Be a shame if all of a sudden you no longer had it. You have to stay home with the kids all of the time. 
This is why you need Car Shield. I want you to call 800 Car 6000. 800 Car 6000. I know that you are right now thinking, okay, what am I going to pay? How am I going to pay it? What do we do to be financially responsible? I have to tell you, I think this is one of the most financially responsible things you can do right now is become a member of Car Shield because you know if your car is out of warranty, you know it's going to break down. It's going to break down the next year, next 18 months. Do you have $2,000 that you can just fork out? If you have, they can put together something that you help design. So it's really customizable, all of these plans. And the the uh, rates are as low as $99 a month. This is really financially responsible thinking. Please just do your own homework. Check it out yourself. Car Shield, 1-800-CAR-6000. 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK and get 10% off. CarShield.com. Go to blazetv.com. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription at blazetv.com. Promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to Friday. We're glad you're here. Uh, Charlie Kirk is joining us. Uh, Charlie, I have to tell you, you, you never know uh, who people really are until they're faced with a crisis. And uh, I have to tell you, I was thrilled to read uh, your your op ed in uh, on Fox News dot com. Uh, if I may, uh, let's be clear. The amount of disappointment and frustration I have for what Congress has done with this two point two trillion in legislation is almost too much to express. After all, I popularized the phrase big government sucks. I'm now forced to acknowledge I live in a world where my fellow citizens believe big government solves. I'm not sure I'm not saying that we shouldn't have done something given the magnitude of this crisis. But right now, I'm not sure how we return conservatives to our first principles of balanced budgets and limited government. Charlie Kirk, he is the founder and president of Turning Point USA, host of the Charlie Kirk show. Uh, Welcome to the program. Thank you, Glenn. It's an honor. And uh, it seems that we've we've kind of gone away from some of the, the principles uh, fiscal restraint and, you know, kind of oh. constitutional governance that you talked about, you know, back when I first started listening to you um, many years ago. So that's well put. So we are si- we are sitting here, Charlie, everything that I everything that I talked about and said we need to prepare for. Um, we are now in and we have a bunch of people your age that think government solves, think that the government is uh, the right tool to use, uh, also uh, have, have grown up with, you know, maybe, maybe your first memory being September 11th. Then you're in college or leaving college when, uh, when the 2008 uh, crash happens now this which is much much worse I mean you have people that will just think that this system just is broken and it doesn't work uh, and I think we're on the verge of a true transformation of America if we don't stand guard right now I, I completely agree that the threat of the status uh, has is only growing throughout this and uh, what, what disappointed me most about how Congress approached this, that piece of legislation is, first of all, how quick it was, Glenn. There was very little deliberation over the magnitude Fun. of the spending. Um, yep. And, and then they leave town. 
So they even admitted they could have done things better. So why didn't they stick around for another week and maybe fix the awful um, late night kind of sneak attacks that Schumer put in on the unemployment provisions where, Glenn, people will literally be making more money not working on the unemployment rolls than working. Why, why would NPR and PBS get any extra cash? The Kennedy Center, why would they get $25 million, $350 million for migrant resettlement? And you've listed it plenty of times. But what scares me even more, though, is, is the, the fiscal recklessness of it, that Congress just voted 96 to nothing to say, sure, wh- wh- I guess it's a huge crisis. Therefore, we have to basically leverage future liberties and freedoms. And again, I'm not suggesting nothing was the solution. And there are some very reasonable things in this bill, like the payroll protection program, which was actually less than 15% of the entire expenditure, mind you. Yeah, crazy, Um, crazy, 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 crazy. Those are the most pro-free market, pro... I could make an argument under Article 5, the payroll protection program actually is constitutional and necessary because the government told you to shut down and they say, okay, I will will pay you. So that I get but the unemployment provision, the what on earth, the, the UBI, I mean, the, the, the reverse redistributionism. Um, and I, 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 this, I say this as a Trump supporter, and I remain a fervent Trump supporter. And I understand politically he had no choice but to sign this bill. And I know he was frustrated with a lot within it. But my critique is on Congress with this because we control the upper chamber. And we have some really good allies that have been fighting for these ideas for a while in Congress. And I was disappointed, Glenn, that we did not get our viewpoint of constitutional governance, liberty, private property. I I felt that it was um, it would just happen so quick and with very little pushback and deliberation at all. I think Thomas Massey is going to be vindicated at the end um, in this. You know, uh, Nancy Pelosi is saying that we don't want to bring people into Washington because it's so dangerous and we can't do electronic voice, uh, you know, votes over, you know, over the phone or online. Of course you can. They don't want to have they don't want to have any of these things done online because. Uh, you don't know if anybody is listening on the other line. So there's no strong arming people in the hallway. There's no deal making in the hallway or in the back rooms. And they're just pushing these things through. And I think this is extraordinarily dangerous, extraordinarily dangerous. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And hey, Glenn, if people don't need to be in Congress to pass the six trillion dollar bill, why do people need to show up at a voting booth in November? Right. Right. It makes the exactly next argument right. for mail in voting, <laughs> which is what they're arguing yeah. for now. And, and so. So, look, the that that bill is passed. It's it's unfortunately that happened so quick. I'm I don't want we as a conservative movement to just forget our um, focus on balanced budgets, on the threat of inflation, on the danger of eroding our freedoms and liberties. There so, are now stories. Uh, when, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, how how have you talked to the president? Because his he came out with a spend a new spending package of another two trillion dollars. 
So I, I have not. And look, again, I say this as a, a very fervent Trump supporter, as someone who's wrote a best-selling right. book in defense of his presidency. And again, I right. put a lot of the burden of responsibility on Congress here for their inability to deliberate in the best interest of what they specifically ran on. Look, the president is up against an impossible position here and in a lot of different ways. This was a sneak attack. It is an invisible enemy. And unfortunately, the way that we still haven't been able to get, I think, widely accepted data on exactly how much the, the population has been so infected um, and or the mortality rates, it's, it's very difficult to make decisions on that. With that being said, I know the president as a businessman, wants to get America back mm-hmm. to work. And as far as, you know, and the idea of, you know, another bill coming forward, what I wrote in that piece was, hey, if we are going to do another infrastructure bill, another bill, a phase four bill, um, then why would we not challenge one of the most corrupt and one of the most corrosive institutions in America, which is the cartel of the colleges? Um, and that Amen. was part of part of part of my part of the yeah, bill which is I've, go ahead yeah i've only i've only got three minutes can you just go over what you're suggesting yes th- thank you glenn so i i call for a pro free market conservative student stimulus which it's not about student loan forgiveness it's not about any of the green new deal stuff but i make i make the argument because i represent a student organization at turning point usa on 2000 high school and college campuses they're asking me Charlie, why do transnational corporations get bailed out? Why are we giving checks to everyone? College students are excluded, by the way, 175 million Americans. But college students, even if they're working, are not going to get, most likely, unless they've totally filed their taxes, they're not going to get any of those checks. They say, what what is it for us? Here's what I suggest really quickly. Number one, if any college has not yet fully refunded the room and board and fees from this semester – and they receive federal government money, they should be required to do so within 30 days. It's so simple. It's so logical. Why would we easy? Why would, why would universities take the money in that refund? It's so, so easy. Number two, if you receive federal government money, which almost every institution in the country does absent Hillsdale and a few others, tuition freeze for two years. Tuition is breaking the backs of middle American families. And look, Glenn, I'm not one to try to go and tell private institutions how to run their business. These are not private institutions. These are federal government funded, federal government controlled, quasi socialist institutions that are breaking the backs of future generations financially and middle America. And the third thing is a student, a graduate student tax cut. Basically, if you have graduated college and you have student loans right now, the deductibility of student loans is minuscule at best. It's twenty five hundred dollars only on interest. I make the argument that you've got to lift the limit on that. You've got to lift the cap. It would be a tax cut. For recent graduates, it feels if they've got no relief from Washington, D.C. at all. So I'm just trying to contribute to the conversation. We have a 30, 35 million pop person population in America, which is college graduates and current college students, recent college graduates and current college students that feel that no one in D.C. has been fighting for them. They see the massive spending bills. They see a lot of preferential treatment for huge companies. So I, as someone who represents the largest conservative organization, said, hey, here are three conservative ideas that we can get out there that will hopefully impact uh, future so, generations for the better. The only the only thing I have a question on, Charlie, is I, I don't want our federal government paying for tuition for two years. That, that money comes from the universities and their own 
their own coffers, right? Right. No, so the tuition freeze would be mandated. We would essentially say if you're receiving FAFSA money or Department of Education you know, funding at all, you are not allowed to raise tuition beyond the 2020 level. And any, any overages or anything, you guys have to go into your endowment, and you guys have to go pay for yourself. Good. Basically, it would Good. say if uh-huh. you're going to be using taxpayer money, you cannot continue to raise rates on the students, a.k.a. your customers. I, I have to tell you, I think they should be forced to bring them down. I mean, it, the, the, it is only the money from the federal government that has allowed them just to spend out of control yes. and charge eye bleed uh, numbers. I mean, it is it's it's remarkable when you look at the rate of inflation on on this and healthcare, and it's it's because the government is involved uh if the government wasn't involved we would not be having this issue uh charlie thank you so much i appreciate it best of luck to you thank you Glenn. thank charlie you so kirk you bet he, you can follow him at tpusa.com tpusa or uh his twitter handle is charlie kirk 11 uh or at tpusa charlie kirk founder of turning point usa <laughs> All right. Uh, Real estate agents I trust. Uh, We've taken a pretty good beating as a country this past few weeks, and I'm sure like millions of other Americans, you're feeling the effects of it. And if you're one of those people who's trying to sell your house or buy one or both, I bet it seems a little scary right now. Here's the deal. As Americans, this is kind of our thing. You know, this is what we do. This what this what we always surprise the rest of the world. We dust ourselves off and we get back up to work. We are the people that figured out how to bring people back from the moon in Apollo 13. Go back and watch that because that's what we are right now. We are a team that has to look, Okay, what tools do we have? We're going to put this thing back together and it'll be better than it was. All right. So what do you do? Well, I started a company a few years ago as a free service to you uh, because I have dealt with the hassles that attend, you know, the buying and selling of homes. And we I learned that there is secrets, you know, as I was doing business on some other projects with the 500 best real estate agents uh, in the in America. And as I got to know them, I realized, wow, they all have certain things in common. So we started looking for those things and find what we believe are the best agents in your area. Then we make them available to you. All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com, say you're buying or you're selling a home or you're both and where you're buying or where you're selling. And we'll send you the people that we feel are the best agents in your area. You do the interview and take it from yourself. Free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Don't forget, Glenn Beck's new book, Arguing with Socialists, comes out on Tuesday. You can be in the private sector and be a democratically socialist business. And you need it now more than ever. Economic rights are human rights. It's the follow-up to his New York Times bestseller, Arguing with Idiots. Same people, new facts. Tax rates as high as 60 or 70%. And new laughs. You should be contributing more. Or gasps. The tippy tops. Get it Tuesday on Amazon. Arguing with Socialist from Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Earlier today, I uh, read an email uh, from a guy named Mark. He says, my family and I are small business owners in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just came under a statewide shutdown. Still work for a full-time job that considers me critical and essential employee. So I'm out in the mix, as to say. My wife, special needs daughter, and another daughter have 
compromised immune systems. I work more hours than you can imagine, and we're possibly looking at losing everything we've worked so hard for for so long. I keep my chin up, and I try to keep positive spin going for them, but inside I'm lost, not knowing where to go from here. The government's so disconnected from our reality, our president, not perfect, but I feel he has more heart for the country than what he can express is trying to right the wrongs, but no matter what, well, you know the rest. I support what's right for the people and what keeps us safe, but I'm just running on empty anymore, and my love for my family, my country, my God is what keeps me alive most days, but it's getting harder and harder for chin up. The next chapter is hard to see. Well, Rebecca is on the phone now. She heard that earlier today. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. I'm great. My husband and I listen to your show every morning, and I was so touched by this young man. I, at one point, was a single mom with the same feelings exactly of loving my country and family and just, you know, I have a handout every once in a while. And I would love to do something for this young family if there's a way that I can get in touch with them and you know, I just think that there's a lot of us out there who, who can be of service at one time or another, and, and I just felt compelled to give you a call and find out how I could help. So I don't know, and I can't give you his email address, but I can reach out to him myself and give him your email address. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not sure if he's willing to share it, but I hope, um, because uh, it's the little things in life. It's the, it's the knowing that you're not alone uh is what's really important what's really important and i don't thank you so much for a lot go ahead i don't have a lot but i know as a single mom i did reach out to people even when i was struggling myself and i'd love to just be a voice of encouragement or help how i can so i would love to have thank you so much information to contact thank you rebecca hang on the phone we'll get your information we'll pass it on uh and this is what america is really all about america is is always uh when we're at our best always looking at what we have not what we lost and how we can help others we'll see you tonight very important show on china on blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn and save 30 bucks off your subscription right now you're listening to glenn beck